Good evening. Welcome to our Tuesday edition of Out of Bounds. I'm KG. I'm sitting in the big responsible chair, filling in for BJ tonight. Rocking and rolling, shucking and jiving with my man, Joni. Yes, sir. What's happening? How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, I hope they're very, very well. After the excitement we didn't see matter nights with Notre Dame women winning in epic fashion Sunday night. Then that great game with Villanova and Michigan last night. And we're going to jump right into it and start off with that. Dante DiVincenzo, 31 points, 10 of 15, 5 of 7 from 3 points. Just amazing. And they say he's the sixth man. Imagine what he could have done if he started. Oh, my God. But that right there, that says a lot about Villanova. If you got this guy coming off the bench, that says a lot about your starting five. A lot. They say the guys are it's guys in the starting five that are older and some that are better. But I, I'm just hoping that he comes back to school and he just keeps continuously developing. He had two vicious blocks. I mean, vicious. One where he was going up and he swatted the ball twice. I don't care if it did get caught in between the glass and the rim. He still swatted the ball twice and then came down. Then he had another where he blocked the dunk attempt with both hands. Now, to put this into perspective, and Junior, I, I know you watched last night. Yes, sir, the whole game. Now, see, they didn't put it in super slow-mo. I slowed it down last night. When he went up and he blocked that dunk with both hands, if you put it in super slow-mo, this is how long he was rising. When he jumped, he made himself a cup of coffee. He knitted a blanket, read the Wall Street Journal. He read Tom Sawyer cover to cover, had another cup of coffee, then went up and blocked that boy shot and then came <laughs> down. That's, how, that, that's hang time right there. And he's, he is athletic. And I, I will give him the term. He is nasty, and I like it. I'm just hoping he doesn't get the dollar signs in the eyes and say, you know what, this is my chance to leave school and do something. I, I want to see a little bit more development before he rolls out. But on the other side of the ball, Michigan. I Just ice cold. Ice cold. It's like they jacked up too many threes. It's like they couldn't get nothing to fall. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't even know what could have saved them from last night because they 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 got done real yeah, bad man, last look, night. They. they... They were trying. What's your thoughts on the They had the same facial expression that UVA had when UMBC put it to UVA. 
They had the same facial expressions. Michigan just did not know what to do. Villanova was coming from all angles. I mean, defense, their shooting, everything was going their way. Did you see the facial expressions that Michigan had? It looked like they. It, it looked like they gave up. Once they you went down, it's like they gave the up, headlights. and it, it was just that was pretty much it. That's what it looked like. They was trying. I give credit to Michigan. For yes, sir. Them, you know, giving their props. Congratulations to Michigan uh-huh. Wolverines. But congratulations to Villanova Wildcats because they did it again. Second time in three years, isn't it? Woo. Yes, sir. Villanova Wildcats. You know what? I was. Let me go ahead and I got my meal of crow, and I've been eating a lot of it come 2018 because I've been wrong. I was wrong the whole entire playoffs about Philadelphia. I was wrong about Loyola uh, on Saturday. I was wrong last night about Michigan winning. Oh, my God. I'm just tired of being wrong. And if you want to win some money and we post our picks for big games, bet against me because I'm, I'm making people rich like that. That's that's pretty much what it is. I'm just making everybody rich with my picks. So I, I, we got to start keeping score on, on, on when we make big picks like this because I, I know I'm just behind. I'm just a cellar dweller right now. <sighs> Congratulations to the Villanova Wildcats. The city of Philadelphia, two championships in two and a half months. Congratulations. No longer are you the doormat of sports. Let's move on to a little NFL talk. Brandon Cooks traded to the L.A. Rams for their first round pick. I couldn't believe it. What's your initial thought on that trade, Joni? Still can't believe it. Uh, speechless mm. is, is, is the word I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to find. I'm, I'm very speechless. The the part that gets me is thought and. When the, when the news broke, the first thing I said is, why would you trade your best receiver? You don't have Julian Edelman anymore. You let Edelman go. So I thought you let Edelman go because you was looking more into Cooks, you know, making Cooks your your number one receiver. Maybe that, you know, move him over to that slack guy and let him do with Edelman and, uh, 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 oh, man, Amendola and all those guys, you know, what they did, you know, in the slack, how they made careers out of that. You know what, KG? Obviously, that that's not what to me the Patriots have in mind. Yeah, I almost feel like I can I, I can see what the Patriots are seeing in the future. It almost seems like they see some OBJ in their future. I don't know. I don't know. What you think? You know, that was about to be my next question to you. It, it would be. You giving Tom Brady a receiver with such star quality and that can actually make plays. Forget the annex and everything. OBJ can make some plays. 
And the question is, are you willing to pay him what he's asking for? He's asking for top salary of all receivers. And that I've never known the Patriots to pay anybody. Like, you know, break the bank to pay him, because that's pretty much what you're gonna have to do to get Odell to sign a long term deal. He might it might be a one year rental, but you're gonna have to actually get him. You're gonna have to back up the Brinks truck. Forget a Brinks truck. You're gonna have to back up a dump truck full of money. I think I think New England can come to terms with OBJ. To get him to sign that long term deal. He's going to a better team. He's gonna get more T V time. Now, Belichick ain't gonna play no games with him. I'm let you know that now. Belichick don't play. So all that little sideline stuff he be doing and, and acting crazy and hitting uh, mm. the kicker things and all that stuff, Belichick ain't playing that. But I think I think uh, New England will pay him, but he might not get the top money he want. But being on a better team to me is a big difference. Yes, sir. It brings out a different animal in you, and. It don't. It seemed like since he got. I'm not saying it's his fault, but since he's been a New York Giant, they haven't had that run of success. That you know they go deep into the playoffs every year, and then they have they get white hot. Forget red hot. They get white hot as soon as the playoff towards the end of the season because they started out slow, and they get white hot and run through the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl and win. They haven't done that. And quite some time. They haven't done that his whole entire tenure there. So, and it'll be something if Eli comes back next year, he leaves, they trade him to the Patriots. Patriots re-sign him. And Eli comes back refocused and he takes Brandon Marshall and runs through the playoffs. And they go to the Super Bowl and win. That'll be something right there. Man, come on, man. But you really gonna get some some feedback. <laughs> the Giants. I I can't. Let me tell you something. I I, I can't I can't deal with that. I already had. I already had to deal with two Giants championships, and a Philly championship, and the Redskins haven't even sniffed a championship. So, and it used to be I, I didn't get mad about it because the Cowboys oh, had sniffed one hey, either. Hey, but man, you hell, know what? They look that they more championship better than my Redskins. So podcast, we're not trying to predict the future, but I'm gonna tell you, man, I can sure see some things coming. You know, it's almost like they're trying to they they think about getting rid of Grump to free up some some space, and then Dez Bryant might hit the market. So we got some 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 off moves, some some moves coming, man. Now, the Dez, now I heard about Grump. I heard he's talking retirement because he's upset with his body. He's not staying healthy. I've heard that. Now, Dez Bryant, I heard any day now, Dez Bryant will be cut because he will not restructure his contract. So any day now, he may be cut or traded. And I've heard some low, and I'm, when I say low, I mean very, very low. It's, it's barely a whisper that his destination may be in the NFC East. Come on, man. You dream that? But to the Redskins. For pop. No, I've, I've heard. Now, me, you know, I ain't too happy with it. 
Because, I mean, there's a talent, but when you got talent like that, you know how it is. When you come to D.C., you come to D.C. to get paid or to just steal limelight a little bit. Because what whether people want to realize or not, this is a major market as far as sports go. It's the most powerful city in the world. It's Washington, D.C. So you're going to be on TV. You're going to be scrutinized. And depending on how good you play, you're going to be considered a legend whether you do anything or not, i.e. Uh, Clinton Portis, uh, Santana Moss, because I've heard them introduced as red skin legends. Now, Santana Moss, Monday Night Miracle is always going to be, he's go- always going to be a legend. And younger Redskins fans' eyes, but with, with Monday Night Miracle was just something amazing. Clinton Portis, because of the the things he did here, the, the, the character he was and how hard he played, but n- not taking anything from those guys, they didn't win championships here. So, but I think Odell, not Odell, uh, Dez comes here, he going to come here, get paid, Kill the Cowboys two times a year, and then it's not going to be much of a change. Hey, check this out. So now I'm not for it. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. First of all, I told you they are going to reach out and get Alex Smith some weapons. You hear me, right? Only thing I don't like, I don't like to see Washington Redskins, all of their athletes want to hang out in the clubs in D.C. They want to get in D.C. and start making Eastern Motors commercials. You know, you know, I, I hate to see that. It's like, they, it's, it's like they're getting their mind off the game. And then, you know, that's all Clinton. Clinton Porters was advertising being at different clubs every weekend. And you know what I'm talking about with them Eastern Motors commercials. You know, that's, that's all they did, all of them. They even had Terrell Pryor join the commercial. Yeah. And, oh my goodness! I know that one. I know. I've seen the old one. I, I I've seen the ones with uh, Clinton Portis, Santana Moss, Sean Taylor, um, Jason Campbell. I've seen it with those guys. I've seen. Uh, I think Ryan Kerrigan had one. That's what it's like. Everybody comes here. If you you you're a big name or something yeah, like that, you do like, Eastern Motors uh, commercial. Piece of bowl is uh, some kind of Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- that's another reason to come to DC. Come to DC, get paid, be in the club, and be in Eastern Motors commercials. There it is. But I, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Sean Taylor's Eastern Motors commercial, the one he did by himself, where he was knocking low, he was knocking prices down, and he was running through and he was hitting people. That's my yeah, favorite one of all time. But I just hope Alex Smith don't come here and start making commercials. <laughs> Man, <laughs> nah, he need to produce. And we're gonna stick with the Redskins, and most people don't think this is a big deal, but this hits home to me. I'm a Redskins fan and man, the Redskins lost Will Compton to the Titans today. 
undersized linebacker with a heart the size of Texas, and his football IQ is astounding. It's amazing. And before Zach Brown became a part of the team, Mason Foster and Will Compton, if one of them two were active, you were like, okay, we we, we got a a true quarterback on defense because, you know, the, the, the plays go in between. They go in through Mason Foster or Will Compton, depending on who's starting. One of them are, are wearing the headset that the coach communicate with. And I'll never forget Will Compton. Uh, the year we won our last division title against Philly, him – Chris Baker, Terrence Knight, and I mean, they were living in the backfield against Philly that night. Like, every time I looked up, yes, they sir. were in the backfield. If they weren't getting a sack, they would have QB pressures. And it was like, that group just had so much fun. That's why, and I, I get talked about all the time because I say, you know what, I, I miss Chris Baker. I miss Terrence Knight. Now I'm missing Will Compton. I miss uh, 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 Oh, man, I can't think of my man name. Uh, uh, Ricky Jean Francois. I, I miss those guys because it's like that group, that defensive line and those linebackers, when they got the rolling downhill and they start breaking up things in the backfield, I seen that. Oh, well, they didn't come up with no sacks, but those QB pressures, they made the QB step up and get out of his comfort zone. It may not have been a sack or interception. It may not have been a fumble, but that incomplete. <laughs> I see things different than everybody else. I watch the whole game. I don't watch for the big play. We're going to move on to a little NBA. <laughs> Washington Wizards. Last time we talked, Junie, the Wizards had just beat John the Charlotte first game back to clinch a playoff spot. John Wall first game back, and if I'm not mistaken, he had 14 points and 17 assists. Otto Porter had 28, and guys are riding high and back slapping and high fiving. And I said something. It it, it rubbed a few Wizard fans the wrong way because I, after we uh, published the show and shared it and put it out there, a couple of guys that. I currently work with that are Redskin fans. I won't mention their names. They hit the text line and say, you know, hey, you a hater. Look at what we did and we got y'all next and we going to smash y'all. We going to do this. We going to do that. And I'm like, okay. You do just that. I'm like, you're supposed to beat us. And when I say us, I mean the Chicago Bulls. And I said before the beginning of the season that the Bulls were a mediocre team at best. I'm not afraid to admit it. You traded away every asset, every star or star in the making we had gone. The Wizards lose to the Bulls on Sunday. And I don't mean one or two points. They lost by 14. And the first thing I was told is, well, John Wall didn't play. Now, this particular fan, who shall remain nameless, he texted me and said, well, John Wall didn't play. And in my mind, I, I, I started laughing out loud because all I seen 
was him with his arms <laughs> folded and stomping. John Wall didn't play. John Wall didn't play. Stop it. I don't care. You played how many games without John Wall? And you hung with contenders. For you to 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 bank on beating, you know, you look past us and we beat you. We we jumped up, bust you in the mouth. I don't care how you slice it. Oh, well, we beat y'all three games. It's the only game y'all won. It's not a season sweep. I mean, y'all should have swept us to see it. That's it, and that's all. So for any wizard fan that would like to throw your, your points, you want to argue, you, you want to make a point about how this team is good or this or that, you can always join Anchor, call into the show. We're more than willing to listen. We'll even play it on air for you. You can hit us on Twitter. Uh, where we at? Um, we're on Twitter. OOB Podcast 4 on Twitter. And I'll be more than happy to prove my point. And we will go back and I will look at stats and we will look at games that the Wizards should have won. You're a 50-plus win team without John Wall. With John Wall, you should be 54 to 55 wins. But I'm a hater because I give you props and know you can play better. I know Markeith Morris is a better player than what he plays. I know Bradley Bill is a better player than what he plays. I know Otto Porter, because I'm a Georgetown fan. I've seen Otto play in college. I know what Otto can do. I know he's better than what he plays. That's it and that's all. If you want to argue about me giving y'all compliments, ding, ding, more, ding, let's ding, do ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. I'm ding, more than willing ding, to ding, do ding. it. Sorry to cut you off. So, with that being said, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> The Washington Wizards, at the end of the third quarter, are playing the Houston Rockets. Washington Wizards, 72. Houston Rockets, 93. That's all. Ooh. Now... (laughs) Right. The Houston Rockets are not no slouch now. Number one seed in the East and the West. Number one seed in the West yeah. had a, a, what was it, 18 game win streak this year? Come on. Now, if, if you would have told me it was 72 to 55 or something like that, Wizards, and I would have, see what I mean? See what I mean? You lose to the Chicago Bulls, who have 26 wins, but you're beating up on the Houston Rockets. Come on. Well, let me ask you this. You got Wizards, you got Cavs. You just say first that round. Wizards are beating up on Wizards. What Houston? say you, Joni? <laughs> no, no, no. I said if you would have said that, if you would have said that, I, I would have been able to prove my point and say, look, you played up the competition, but okay. they didn't. Okay, then back to your question. I kind of figured they was going to lose that anyway, but I mean, that's just me. I really don't want them to run into LeBron James' first round. You got Wizards. At the rate they're going, they're going to run into the Cavaliers and LeBron James. Uh, Wizards may win uh, two. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with two at least. 
All right. I'm going to say one. And the only reason why I say one, and it may be one where they, they steal game one and just lose four straight, but I don't think it's going to be blowouts. I don't think they're going to lose like 105 to 70 or something like that. I think it's going to be something where it's close going late into the fourth quarter every game. And if they lose game one, they're going to win it convincingly. If the Cavs lose game one, they're, they're, the Wizards will win it convincingly. But every other game like that, it'll be kind of sort of a LeBron show where he's done his work and he's sitting and he's resting and the Wizards are going to run. And they'll close the gap, but they don't, just, they don't have enough to finish him type of thing. But if they lose to the Cavs in the first round, whether it be 4-1, 4-2, they lose to the Cavs, period. This has to be a turning point for this team where you got to say, no longer will we be the little brothers of the East that are middle of the pack and we can't get over the hump. Ernie Grunfeld brings in one more star player. And when I say star player, I'm not saying, taking nothing away from Otto, but he brings in an, a, another star player, whether it's a, 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 what we've been talking about, an athletic big man. And they just turn into a totally different team and they start having fun again. And the next season, they just convincingly make the playoffs where they're the number two or three seed where they're supposed to be. And then, you know, we see a different team next year. But only time will tell, and I feel that they're going to be the sacrificial lambs of the first round because they're going to bow out to Cleveland hey, hey, uh, our other yes, sir. Out, of bound, out, of, out of the out of bounds personnel, BJ Brian Johnson, not here tonight. He's uh under doctor's care. Uh, that goes to what he was saying about the Wizards, and it's like he he was so right. And it, and 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 tonight is a test. They're playing Houston, and they're getting demolished. And it's like. Wizards, they just can't keep up. It's like they're just a regular team. They would never have that dominant, that dominant team, it seems like. Every year it's the same thing. I, I can't I, only thing I, when you talk about the Wizards, only thing I can think about is Brian, BJ Johnson, and he's right. What you think? I agree wholeheartedly. And for him to be a Wizard fan so long, and it's like you get your hopes up that this is going to be the year you kind of sort of get over the hump and start moving forward, but you never do. Exactly. It's right. like when they get close, they break the teams up. When they had the big three with Tom Butler, uh, uh, Antoine Jameson, they were close, but when they added Larry Hughes, they started getting closer. Then uh, Deshaun Stevenson, they started getting closer. It's like they started moving. They, they were making little baby steps. But this team was exciting. I mean, that Wizards team was very exciting. But then they ship out Karan Butler. You Gilbert gets released from his contract because of the gun incident. 
And even without Gilbert playing, you still had Antoine Jameson hey man, I'm and Kawan Butler. I like that squad. And they were still a good team. Wooden inside. That Damn. was one of my favorite squads. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can actually say that I, I like them because I was I would always hope that the Bulls would play them in the playoffs. And we played them in the playoffs and they, yes, they, they beat us sound. They beat us 4-1. Like it was nothing. I mean, they rolled over us, but I'm like, I can't get mad at that. Look who look at who they have. But they that team was broke up too quickly. Now I understand what Gilbert did was wrong when him and Javar's credit and got into it and you know he laid the guns out on the table and told him pick one. All of that. I understand all of that was wrong. All of it. It, it's, it, it has no place in the NBA locker room. But to ship Antoine Jameson out to Cleveland the way that they did, I, I felt that that was rough. And I noticed that they did it after A. Poland died because A. Poland had strict orders that no matter what, you were not going to trade Antoine Jameson and you weren't going to trade Karan Butler. We weren't getting rid of uh, Gilbert Arenas because he wanted to build around those three. And as soon as I he passed away, that's, that's, when, they started, so that's right. when they broke that team up. And they was being coached by Eddie Jordan. I thought he was doing an excellent job with that team. They even let him go. You know what? That's another thing. Eddie Jordan, when he got let go, I remember Andre Black was like, okay, I got the shackles off me now. He came out the next game, scored 35. I'm like, oh, shoot, is this what Andre Black can do? Now, I, I've never been an Andre Black fan. I couldn't stand Andre Black because I'm like, you're that big, but you want to shoot jumpers. You're not European. Man, I need you to go down there and put back to the basket and put that back yard on somebody and box off a rebound. I wouldn't care if he only scored 10 points a game. But if he gave me 17 rebounds, I'm happy. But he didn't do it. So, and then he, he came back after that game when he scored 35 and scored 12. Then he scored nine. And he didn't score in the 20s. He didn't, I don't think he scored above 15 for the rest of the season. I was like, I thought you had the shot control, though. <laughs> Bum. <laughs> The bum. We're going to stick with the NBA. We're going to play a little game with you, B. We're going to say real or fake. Well, I'm sorry. Real or forward. I'm going to name the playoff teams. All 16 of them. You tell me. If they real or are they frauds? And they, they just they just to be there. All right, let's start with the number one seed in the East, the Toronto Raptors. What you say, real or fraud? I agree with you on that one, real. The Boston Celtics, number two seed in the East. I agree with you there, too. Number three seed, Cleveland Cavaliers. Real. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I want to but I, I, I gotta say fraud I gotta say fraud and the only reason why I say fraud because you made those moves and you got good players but it's like the chemistry the is not clicking. Sure they click, they're clicking so Believe I gotta say fraud three on time of course 
Of course. I mean, that's what he does. That's what he does. All right, your number Ooh, four seed, the Real. Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> you ain't even gonna get no argument from me with that. Real fraud. The number five seed, Indiana Pacers. Mm. You know what? They got a local cat on there, uh, Victor Oladipo. And I'm he sorry, balling, I, 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 I can't do a bounce up. I got a call fraud on that one, too. Exactly. Our beloved hometown team, Washington fraud. Wizards, your number six seed. That's just this season, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Fraud. Number seven seed. Wow. Miami Heat. Wow. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I would like to see Miami move up. I would like to see Miami win some games. But I'm sorry. Fraud. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one and call them real. Only reason why I'm calling them real because they got a they got one of their native sons back in Dwayne Wade and they seem to be playing some really good ball after the trade deadline and if I'm not mistaken, they were in the ninth spot and they moved up to the seventh spot and are climbing and they may finish the season in the fifth or, I'm sorry, in the sixth or the seventh spot. Well, the sixth or the, the fifth or the sixth spot, I should say. It it'll be pleasant to see if they move up. Last team in the East, the number eight wow. seed, the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. They trying to do it. They are trying to do it. Um, wow, that's a good one too. Wow. Uh, I don't think they can go too far either. Fraud. Mm. You know what? I'm going to have to go with real. I- I'm just going to have to go with real. I-, I see something special in them. I really do. All right, let's move over to the West. Oh, that's all the way real. The number one seed, Houston Rockets. <laughs> and no, and you pulled that trigger. No hesitation. That's the equivalent. Of, that's the equivalent of JJ Reddick crossing over half court at Duke and pulling it from the EA Sports line of the Mount Invitational. Oh my goodness! No, no yeah, hesitation. I do have some questions. Number two seed, Let's Golden go State Warriors with MB. Is MB gonna be back healthy? They said he's coming back. He's going to miss a couple okay, of games in the first the round. What about Curry? But he will Is be Curry back. going to be back uh, on his feet 100%? He's going to miss the whole entire first round. Again, if I'm not oh. mistaken, the first round last year with an ankle injury. So I think that's kind of a <laughs> – a ploy to yes, give him more rest because he came out strong when he came back Golden last year. They had a bunch of veterans also. 
I gotta yes, agree sir. with you wholeheartedly. I mean, three NBA finals and you doing it, you getting ready to do it again. Real. All right. Number three seed. Portland Trailblazers. CJ McCallum balling. Dame Dollar. Yeah. You know what? I think that's yes, it is, man. one of the best yes, duos business in the league. And it's a it's a shame us on the West Coast don't really get to see a lot of their games. But I I would I would I'm willing to go ahead and buy the league pass full price next year just so I can start watching a couple of these out of market games and watching they are. some of these teams play because the Blazers are, are very exciting. Number four seed, San Antonio Spurs. Real or false? Uh, I'm gonna go real just for just with Pop, the head coach. You know what? You're tugging at my heartstrings with that. I gotta go forward though. Because it's like they're they 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 they're there, but it's the, it don't seem like a pop coach team. And it's, it seems like it's too much going on, too much division. And we don't know what's going on with Kawhi, if it's the team, right now, if it's him. Kawhi not even I, in, the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the discussion. You got leadership in the inside with Paul Gasol. You got Ginobili. You got Tony Parker. You, you, you got the coach, Pop. Hey. Hey. There you go. You still got Patty Mill. Still, he got championship. Oh my God! They just beat up on Golden State. Lamarcus Aldridge. And you know when? Because <laughs> you know they Marcus brought in Lamarcus. You know why they brought in Lamarcus Aldridge, right? They brought him exactly, exactly. And he, it, it was kind of sort of he plays kind of the same, where he's quiet, he's fundamentally sound. And he has a nice jumper. He could put play back to the basket. He kind of sort of plays like Tim Duncan, so he fits in that system. So, yeah, he does. Got to go real. Oklahoma City Thunder. Real or forward? Nah, he ain't. But I'm going to have to disagree disagree with you and say fraud because I don't know what I, 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 Mello, I, I'm thinking Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Carmelo Anthony. And I'm like, where's Mello at? Mello just seemed like he's so uninterested. And I'm like, that's not the Mello I know. Where, where, where? And right. it seems like all he does is shoot threes. I'm like, that's not Mello. Mello will put the ball on the floor, and you think he'll go to the lane. He'll cross back. He'll go shoot a jump on you. Melo will take you to the lane, put you in a post if you're a little bit smaller, you uh, you know, your weight's down, you're not as big as he is, and he's gonna do something, but it's like all he does is look for the three now. I'm like, oh my god, that's not I, that's Mello, not Mello, but when Mello here uh, I gotta that's what like you were saying, he's he tends to start to drive. When he hears stuff like KG is saying right now. You're going to see him drive a little more. But, yeah, he looks for the three more. But Westbrook get his team involved. You know, that, that that's why he's getting these uh, these, these 
triple mm-hmm. uh what you call it? There you go, triple doubles. He get his team involved, man. I mean, he rebounded. Westbrook, man, I, he's awesome, man. He, he's just he's just a bad guy. Just this got to be real, one hundred percent real. I, it's gonna be an upset with OKC. They're gonna upset somebody. I don't know who yet. Okay. They're gonna upset somebody. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Utah, Utah Jazz is a bunch of young guys. Really they're trying to climb that ladder. They're trying to get there, but not this year. Fraud. I can agree with that. Oh, this one right here is going to pain me to answer, but the oh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Really Minnesota Timberwolves got young guys and veterans. Now that it makes it now it is it, Butler coming back for the playoffs. Yeah, he should I be back by the time playoffs. Uh, you got Towns down low. They, yeah, I gotta go real. Mm. You know what? A couple weeks ago, we did an episode, and I said, you know what? If the Timberwolves signed Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose doesn't have to carry the team. He can just play as the traditional point guard, and he can give you 18 and 7. And I said, you know what? Look out for the, for the Timberwolves to make a little noise and get to the Western Conference Finals. I want to keep on that path because of – but that was pre-Jimmy Bucket's injury and – uh, Derrick Rose's injury. So, I'm going to have to go with Good, good. I'm going to go ahead and stick with real. I'm, I'm not even going to change it. I'll stick with real. And last but not least, number eight seed, New Orleans Hornets. Real or fraud? Well, Anthony Davis is a true beast. But Anthony Davis Fraud. Agree with that. Fraud it is. All right. That was our playoff edition of Real or Fraud. Last but not least, I asked the question. We we did last show we did uh top ten NBA centers from nineteen ninety to two thousand ten. And I, I said I wanted to keep it going just to see what everybody's saying. It, it, it's a a great argument. So I I said let me switch it off. Top ten shooting guards. From 1990 to 2010. And I had to alter my list quite a few times. But you want to go well, first, Junior, or you want me you want me start it all? It is quite a few. Uh, you go ahead and start it off. Okay. <laughs> now, we, we already know the first four are pretty much locks. But, of course, Michael Jordan's number one. Kobe Bean Bryant is number two. 
Clyde the Glide Drexel is number three. Reggie Miller is number four. Now five through ten is where it gets money. Uh, I'm going to say number five is Joe Dumas. Number six is James Harden. Number seven, Dwayne Wade. Number eight, John Starks. Number nine, yeah, most this is one of the ones that I know ain't nobody gonna agree with because you had to you had to see him play to honestly know why I picked him at number ten. And I got a ten A and a ten B. He's my ten A. My ten A is Ron Harper. <laughs> my ten B is Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Oh man, Eddie Jones is the man. He was a defensive star, but six six out of Temple. He could stop, but he got traded away from the Lakers because he was hindering Kobe's development. Because he was just that good. They knew what Kobe was going to be. Now, but now, he now, had now, to now go. let me ask you a question. Now, was this? You didn't say a year, first of all. Now, were you saying all of all time, but just between a certain year? No, no, we're going. to we're gonna take the same nineteen ninety wow, to two thousand ten. So now I, I I have a few. I I can't even put them in in in, in order, man. Good God! Uh, first of all, Michael Jordan is my top. Okay, I gotta go with Kobe Bryant next. Uh, you know what? Help me keep counting here, Dwayne Wade. I got. It. He's my number three. Dwayne Wade's number three. Okay. Oh, you just put you Tracy McGrady. Okay. All right. D Wade. Ray Allen. Ooh, T Mac. Clyde the Glide Drexler. Ooh. You know I got to throw my VA native in there. My bad news native, Allen Iverson. Reggie Miller. Man, I can go mm. for days. Uh, let me see. I'm thinking of shout out to Vince Carter. No, I'm going to hold off on Vince Carter. Let's go with Joe Johnson. Uh, what number am I at? Joe Johnson. Ooh. One more. And my last, but not That least, was number nine right there. I have to go with, uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? Since he's still playing, okay. No, you know what? I'm going to give 10A and 10B. 10A, I'm going to give it to Andre Eagle Dollar. You got it. Okay. Now, Ooh, should I go with, go with Iggy? Okay. Richmond? No. You know what? I should have put him further up on my list, but I'm going to go with 10B, Joe Dumas. Okay. Now, you mentioned a name right there that I had on my original list, but I started going through and I said, you know what? I don't know about that. And on my original list, I don't even know if I, I don't think I, I said Mitch Richmond, did I? And, you know, I, I was he thinking doesn't. about, I said, you know what? Mitch, Mitch Richmond doesn't get a lot of 
credit for how he was. And he was good in Golden State. If you're old enough to remember, yeah, you and you know. know we are, run TMC. Tim, Mitch, and Chris. That was a big three. And they ran out there, out west. But when they traded him and he went to Sacramento, he was the man in Sacramento. And But it's just that when he came here to the Wizards, no, it wasn't the same anymore. anymore. You didn't get that same Mitch Richmond. Right. And so I, I, I guess we both could say an honorable mention goes to Mitch Richmond. And you know, I'm, I'm you threw out some name, man. Your list, who man? I, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I can't argue with a single soul that you put on your list. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I got an argument, <laughs> and you start naming everybody. I'm like, I don't even have an argument. I, I, I don't have it because you name so many great players, but then you name some players that. Now, most people, if you don't know about Joe Johnson, go look oh, up Joe Johnson God. highlights because Joe Johnson was good for a long time. Good for a long time. And most folks wouldn't even say Joe Dumas, but Joe D, one of the best two guards defensively and could light it up. He was a finals MVP. Got to look him up. So if you don't know about Joe D, go watch the tape. Most people would say AI was a point guard. AI was a two guard. He would, Oh, man. Come on. Imagine if AI was 6'6 six, six and played the way that he played. He was undersized and dominated guys bigger than him. I remember, I can't remember who the, who the Sixers were playing. And he came down the lane. Somebody had missed a shot. He came down the lane to grab a they rebound. Were, they were playing. And he went up on the center's back. With, uh, Marcus Camby's back. And put it down. No, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Now, granted, I'm a Georgetown fan. At that time, when he played at Georgetown, it was like Georgetown was in my periphery mm. because I like mm. watching him and Victor Page. But I wasn't as big of a Georgetown. I really didn't have a college team. And my brother-in-law was a huge Georgetown fan. And he talked about Iverson this and Iverson. And I was like, hey, Devin, uh, they're going to lose to UMass when they play. And this is when UMass is undefeated. I had UMass winning it all. And I was like, they're going to lose to UMass. Oh, man, UMass ain't going to do this. UMass ain't going to do that. Iverson too good. I said, watch this. They're going to lose it. They wound up losing to UMass. But AI and Victor Page put on the show. And that's when I knew he he, he was going to be something vicious. And I I, kind of – I feel bad because I don't think his career was as long as it should have been. And but you know, a lot of people take that whole practice right. You know, practice. We ain't talking about a game. We ain't talking about a game. We talking about practice. Everybody took that thing out. They took it out of context because he was asked the question, and he wasn't saying that he doesn't practice or this that. No, he don't like practice. They asked him a question about practice. We're not talking about a game. This is what I do in practice is what I do. You don't really have to question that. 
But what I now if I did what I did in practice in a game, then you question that. That's where everybody took. Well, Iverson has a bad attitude. Bad attitude wasn't bad. He was one of the most humblest guys. But everybody took him wrong. So, but your list, Junie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I might have to go back and rethink my list. I'm sorry. All right, now that's all the time we have uh, tonight. We're sponsored by Scott's Mobile Detailing. Seven five seven. Joni, tell them how they can two, reach one, eight, nine, four, five, three. I will come to you and have that vehicle looking clean again, looking brand new. Speaking of which, I got my misty blue back, so I'm gonna be calling you soon. I want the weather to break first because I want I want her real shiny. I know how you do. <laughs> I want a real shiny. And I'm going to take an old school, go down Haynes Point and drive. My man. So I, I I'm gonna be on the phone with you, and let me say that is great work he does. Now, if you want to reach the show, you can email us oob show podcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on Facebook, Out of Bounds Podcast. You want to go with, go with, at it with us on Twitter, OOB Podcast 4. And make sure you mention us in, in, in your tweets. More than happy, one of the four of us will get back with you. If you want to catch us on Instagram, OOB Show Podcast on Instagram. And I said that uh, last show, we're going to start doing a little bit more trivia. So playoff time coming up. We got a little hockey coming up. I'm just going to start throwing trivia out there and see who can guess it. So for Joni, Jim, BJ, myself, hey. KG, thank Another you for listening. Thing. Have a good night. Like for people to reach out to us, and maybe you can give us your top 10 shooting guards. You know, if you want to add some of yours or you want to talk about us, just, just jump in. And uh, another thing, BJ, Brian Johnson, get well, buddy. Yes, indeed, because you got to come back and send a big big responsible chair come Thursday, brother. (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm hoping that they didn't hear my knees shaking the whole show. Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs>